Hi there! Welcome to episode 102 of the Waveback Music Podcast. My name is Chris. And I'm Matt. And we're here to listen to the most interesting video game music there is. Tonight has been a long time coming, but we're finally ready to bring you our second annual awards show. We've listened to literally hundreds of tracks from nearly every game released in 2019, and after much deliberation, we're ready to announce what we thought was the best of the best in VGM last year. Get your acceptance speeches ready. It's time for the second annual Waveback Awards. Well, hi, Matt. Hey. Here we are, ready to ready to dive in and, and do this awards show. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I just want the <laughs> listeners at home to know that I'm wearing a tuxedo. Wow, I am most certainly not. I'm not even imagining a tuxedo. <laughs> With this whole uh, pandemic thing, it's very fortunate that I've gotten out of my pajamas any day. So. You know, I'm right there with you. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> uh, boy. So uh, this was clearly an episode that we had planned on doing a lot earlier, uh, but it's, it is a pretty massive undertaking uh, to, to get this all together. I know it doesn't, it might not seem that way, uh, but actually spending the time to listen to even half listen to every game soundtrack that I could possibly find for every game released in a year is, is a lot of work and, uh, you know, narrowing all that stuff down and getting people that to agree to listen to a whole bunch of those tracks that I pick and so and so and so forth. So we, and then, you know, everything that happening in the world and, it just is what it is. We were hoping to do this probably about a, a, at least a month ago, but I was I was aiming for like end of February, early March originally, and uh, well, it is what it is. Here we are, uh, and I'm very proud of what we've come up with. Uh, so let's let's get to work. Yes. <clears throat> Much like last year, I ran point on this project, combing through every notable video game release in 2019 and listening to their soundtracks over the course of the year. I had some extra help this time around from a few friends when it came to some of the larger soundtracks, like Pokemon Sword and Shield and Fire Emblem Three Houses, where they sent me what they considered to be the best tracks in the games, and I took it from there. As I listened to everything, I placed every song I thought was noteworthy and put them in lists. And when I say noteworthy, I mean anything that struck out to me as something that somebody would think is special enough to be considered for a nomination. Those lists were then given to our panel of judges, who each chose their five nominees in each category. I then took those lists and tallied them all up, and the five tracks in each category with the most votes became our nominees. In any instances where there was a tie, I chose the tracks myself. Let's go over who this year's judges panel was. This year's panel was largely the same as last year's. There was, of course, Matt, my co-host and all-around wonderful guy. Hey, that's me. Hey, that is you. Dan, my Stone Age Gamer podcast co-host. Mike Sheridan, a musician friend of mine. Woo. Vicky, previous Waveback co-host. Woo. And Ferg, host of the Atari 2600 Game by Game podcast. Woo! All of these fine folks not only have a deep appreciation for music, but they also have noticeably different musical tastes from mine. The idea there being that the songs that are ultimately chosen don't skew to any one person's personal preference as much as possible. The idea was to make this the best music, not just our favorites. Which is a hard thing to objectively claim, so obviously you have to take all of this stuff with a grain of salt. We are not professionals. Oh, no, uh, no, no, no. And there's always going to be a certain degree of personal bias, but we tried our very best, and we hope you enjoy it. Tonight's categories are Best Menu Music, which is music that plays during any sort of menu in a game. Best Game Opener, this is the song that officially kicks off the action of a game. Not necessarily a title screen, but... This would be like your level one music, that kind of stuff. Something that actually kicks off the main action of the game. 
Uh, best stage or area music, which is pretty self-explanatory. Best cinematic or event music. We're talking about uh, if a cutscene is happening or something like that. Maybe, maybe a game's ending sequence. Those kinds of things. Um, or even things like victory, uh, victory poses from a, a, an RPG. You know, you, you beat a, beat something, and then there's a little victory fanfare. That kind of stuff. Uh, cinematics or events. Then we have best shot music, self-explanatory, best boss music, um, best soundtrack from a remake or remaster. So if a game, if a game is actually a remake or remaster, we did not consider it for any of the other rewards. We'd lump all that stuff into its own category since the music in the game, no matter how cha- altered it is, is still effectively not original music. We, <sighs> some games kind of skirt this line. Uh, that was um, we had to make a judgment call on Cadence of Hyrule, which is largely remixes of music from uh, the Legend of Zelda series. But there's such interesting mashups, and they're also mashed up with original music from Crypt of the Necro Dancer on many occasions. That we decided to get, count that stuff as original music. Then we have uh, the big two: best original song and best original soundtrack. And well, we got some really good music to listen to. Yeah, we do. So we're about ready to start, but before we do, there's one special award I'd like to give to kick things off. Last year, um, we gave a special award to Super Smash Brothers for being Super Smash Brothers because it seemed absolutely ridiculous for that game <laughs> to compete with other things because it has like nine trillion tracks and they're all remixes of some of the best video game music in history. So it seemed silly to pit that against everything else because it, not that it wasn't necessarily fair, it just wasn't the same animal. This year, we're going to start a new tradition, which I'm assuming is going to be a tradition going forward, because we're a relatively small operation, and as such, some things are bound to slip through the cracks. Last year, when we did the Waveback Awards, I was completely unaware of the absolutely brilliant soundtrack to a game called Horizon Chase Turbo by Barry Leach. I'm pretty sure I'm saying his last name right. Also, while we're here, blanket apology for all the names we will say tonight. I'm going to double down on that for me. Thank you. Blanket apology from both of us. Anyway, had I been aware of Horizon Chase Turbo's soundtrack, I, spec- I suspect it would have been at the very least nominated in a couple of categories. I love this game's music. So this year, the this year's I Missed It Award goes to <laughs> Horizon Chase Turbo by Barry Leach. Uh... We're going to listen to a track from that game now, and the track is called Bleeding Fingers. It's hard for me to pick a favorite track from this game because literally every song in the soundtrack is incredibly cool. So here we go, correcting last year's wrong. Here is Bleeding Fingers from Horizon Chase Turbo. Enjoy.
<laughs> right? That was quite the dynamic trip. The whole soundtrack is that good. <laughs> Unbelievable. I, I, I can't even imagine what effect that this soundtrack would have had on last year's show, because... Ooh, I discovered this game just a little too late, and uh, it was early that, uh, in 2019 that I f- discovered it, and this won my retroactive game of the year last year, because I just played it more than anything else. It's uh, And the music was a big part of it, but it's, man, just bare-knuckle, uh, really old-school arcade-style racing set to that kind of music. It's like modern Outrun and Top Gear, and Barry Leach also worked on the music to the original Top Gear, uh, to kind of give that a little bit of a loop around there, but oh boy, <laughs> I love that soundtrack so much. Yeah, I'm not really a fan of that genre of uh, game, uh, but I, I have my hats off to just that track. If the rest of the soundtrack is a quarter as good as that is, <laughs> it's got to be an amazing soundtrack. It's a shame we uh, we ended up missing out on it, but you better believe it's on the schedule for to do an episode at uh, some point, right? I mean, I yeah. just. I say, I say, heck yeah. Yeah, very, very much all over that. So uh, congratulations to uh, Horizon Chase Turbo and Barry Leach. Thank you, ver- uh, thank you very much for providing us with such awesome music. We're sorry we missed you last year, but here is your retroactive reward. I hope that makes things right. Now, <laughs> <laughs> let's get to this year's awards. Ah, in the cases of the artists, many modern games feature multiple composers. Uh, we're crediting all listed composers unless we were able to find a specific composer for an individual song. So there's your kind of upfront, we did our best. <laughs> 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 so uh, hopefully we're crediting all this music to the right people. So uh, Matt, why don't you read off our first category? And the nominees for Best Menu Music are... Life is Destroyed, House Mansion Cleared, Travis Strikes Again, by DJ Abo and DJ12. Title Theme, Ring Fit Adventure, by Shinji Yushiroda, Masa Miyoshi, Shiho Fuji, and Asuka Hayazaki. Theme Refunkified, Toe Jam and Earl, Back in the Groove, by Cody Wright and Nick Stubblefield. Picnic Panic Theme, The Messenger, Picnic Panic, by Rainbow Dragon Eyes, all one word. And Retro Loading Screen, Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Games Tokyo 2020 by Kenshi Tokoi and Jiminika. And your winner for Best Menu Music is... Title Thing, Ring Fit Adventure by Shinji Yushiroda, Masa Miyoshi, Shiho Fuji, and Asuka Hayazaki. Oh boy, this was a this was an interesting category. Uh, menu music is always a it seems to be kind of a hit or miss thing. Like there's usually like a couple of standouts, but especially when I haven't played the game, sometimes it's hard to nail down what exactly is going to be from a menu. Um, and really, what it came down to on this one, this wound up being a the votes from our panel in this category were pretty even all around. Um, so th- this one actually wound up going with me following my heart uh, from the the game that I've not just played the most of, but the the song that I think was so incredibly uh, effective at what it did because it's also a very dynamic tune. It um, mm-hmm. when you listen to this version of the track, uh, it's one that I actually put together myself to match what actually happens in the game. So you start up the game and it starts with this very, it starts simple. And as you progress through the menus, the music adds more and more bits to it. Uh, 
and it's it's very good. And you know what? Really, Ring Fit Adventure has a, a a bit of an underrated soundtrack. I was telling Matt before the show tonight. Uh, this past weekend, there was um, a Tetris ninety nine tournament that was Ring Fit themed, and boy, playing Tetris ninety nine to Ring Fit Adventures music is remarkably effective. <laughs> Uh, so anyway, here is the wonderful title theme music from Ring Fit Adventure. Enjoy.
you know, I gotta say, it, it is odd <laughs> how um, uh, emotionally wrapped up I get in that song. Um, because uh, I, I mean, I have a bit of a history with uh, with We Fit, right? I, I got We Fit mm. when it came out, and it helped me lose a lot of weight. And uh, I stuck with for We Fit Plus, and then uh, We Fit You as well. And I spent a ton of time on on We Fit, and for everything that We Fit did right, um, Ring Fit does a hundred trillion times better. There is an astonishing attention to detail in this game, top to bottom. Like, I know when it was you know first announced, a lot of people wrote it off as uh, this very kind of silly thing that Nintendo was doing, but. There is a reason that that game is impossible to find right now, and it's not just the pandemic. Like, <laughs> the game's really good, and not only is it really fun to play, it's also really good exercise. And what makes it really good is all this really impressive attention to detail, and that it really, really bleeds through in the music, particularly um, if you hear the third time the song loops, uh, you can hear these little cheers in the background, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, with a clapping and whatnot. When you do things while while you're uh, playing the game, that theme will continue to pop up in the background of songs. Like for example, when you're doing a uh, a particularly difficult move in the game, um, when an enemy is attap- attacking you, you have to put up a defense, which is called ab guard. We have to press the ring against your abs and hold them tight, and that works as your guard. And while the enemy is attacking you hear this cheering happening in the background like cheering you on and it's really it helps you it, it, it helps it uh it's it's kind of crazy this is a a very fully functioning turn-based rpg where everything you do is exercise and it's a completely bananas idea but it is 110 percent nintendo and uh, i i am so impressed with this game and really really impressed with its music i've left many many things uh many time sessions playing this game or watching my son play this game uh with a lot of the music stuck in my head but this song in particular was so very effective in its particular place i'm saying particular a lot uh, <laughs> <laughs> this song was was so effective as a menu theme because it has that kind of a twinge to the sterile type of music that um we fit had right except this has so much more personality than any of Wii Fit's music, right? So in tone, it's very similar to what you heard in Wii Fit, but it very, does a very good job of not only setting you up for, as somebody who came from Wii Fit going to Ring Fit, that you're about to embark on something that has a ton more personality, uh, but also just the overall sense of quality and how dynamic the tune is, but also listening to this for the sake of listening to it instead of strapping the leg strap on and thinking to myself this is going to hurt and you know <laughs> half dreading playing the game because like you know ever as you level up you get new exercises that do more damage and it's like but i don't want to do that <laughs> it's gonna hurt <laughs> i don't want to do planks <laughs> i don't want to do the do the mountain climber things where you get oh, on your hands I and knees and those oh i just got those but they're so powerful they're so strong and i'm of like of course oh, they are I, I, <laughs> I can't wait to not do it but then you know, when you finish beating up a boss, you feel like you really did it. It's a this is an extraordinary video game, and please, if you own a Switch and you have any interest in getting any exercise outside of going to your regular gym or doing what you do, like 
really, if you can find it, obviously, at this point, but don't sleep on this game. It is 100% Nintendo charm through and through, uh, and big fat thumbs up. What, what are your thoughts on this, Trey? <laughs> um, wow, I think the moment I listened to it the first time, because I'm not one... I, I haven't been that guy for a long... For a couple years now, five, six, maybe years to really get any games when they drop new i usually wait now because you know i'm an adult and i've got responsibilities um and less time (laughs) so when i i have no ring fit um experience and so when i heard this for the first time i i think i was maybe 10 seconds or so into it and i was just enthralled and i would like to point out that until you said it was from ring fit I had no idea it was from Ring Fit. And I was like, wait, what? That that game has music like this? Holy cow, okay. All right, I'm going to have to look into this. Um, it's just a beautiful track. Like, it's it's just so wonderfully constructed. It's it, it has that Nintendo charm without being like... I think gamers have... Um, I don't want to use the term serious gamers. But I think serious gamers (laughs) um sometimes look at nintendo as kind of like oh you know it's kind of a kid's thing and the titles are a little more family friendly so you know there's no first person shooters and there's not a ton of blood and gore so i don't really care but um this track has that nintendo charm without being kitty if that makes any sense it's just a wonderfully composed and written and orchestrated and recorded and mixed you know <laughs> piece of music and I, I would uh, I actually look forward to hearing more music from this game um, this is just a brilliant track I'm, I'm glad you enjoyed it oh absolutely I don't know that I would enjoy the exercise but you know <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing I don't enjoy the exercise but I like the game so much and it runs on the Breath of the Wild engine so like but it's on rails so it's really pretty I don't know man the game's nuts, and my my son John, he's like light years ahead of me because he plays it a lot more than I do, and he mm-hmm. also has it on a way lower difficulty than I do. And um, the things that he's he's like uh, I don't know, in world sixteen or something like that, or, or fourteen, because the game's long. It's mm-hmm. long, and uh, which is great because it there's just gonna there keeps giving you new things to do as you go through the game, and like he's. He just got to a part where he can like learn how to fly, mm. and you have to like do stuff with the ring to uh, <laughs> flap wings and fly around. It's crazy. It's crazy. That's cool. Anyways, let's move on to our next category. So uh, the the next category is best game opener, and the nominees are Flossant Sky High from Blaster Master Zero Two by Ippo Yamada, Takumi Sato, Ryo Yoshinaga, Hiroki Sato, and Hirokai Sano. Claire de Lune from Sayonara Wild Hearts by Daniel Olsen, Jonathan Ang, vocals by Lena Olsen. Main Theme from Damon X Machina by Junichi Nakatsuru. Tutorial in Kakariko Crypt from Cadence of Hyrule by Danny Baranowski. Voyage of Promise from Bloodstained Ritual of the Night by Michiro Yamane. And the winner is... Tutorial and Kakariko Crypt from Cadence of Hyrule by Danny Baranowski. Yeah, yeah. man. <laughs> that, you know, 
I want to say something really quickly. Um, this was there's a few categories um, for me for this year's awards where I felt like the, the the five that we were choosing from were all really solid tracks, and it made it really hard to to make my pick mm-hmm. or picks multiple picks. Um, and this was kind of one of them because of all the games in this category, I actually did play Bloodstained Ritual uh, of the Night. And ironically, because this is how my, my brain operates, I put this track on and three seconds in, I go, wait, I know this track. <laughs> and I'm like, why do I know this track? And then I let it play and I'm like, hey, I know. And I sat there for a minute like, I uh, 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 and then finally I googled it and I was like oh yeah <laughs> and I love this a whole tra- episode on this we had that too uh, but I love this track a lot but uh, uh, the the Cadence of Hyrule song just I don't know it just kicks just a little bit more it know? does and it, this was a tough category I mean obviously I always want to vote for Blaster Master in any opportunity but as much as I adore that song, I do think it was slightly outclassed. Uh, I adore Sayonara Wild Hearts. Mm-hmm. Like, that game completely blew my mind. I have played through it many times, uh, which is astonishing for a game that features lyrics and its music, which if you've listened to the show for a while, you know, yep. I hate that. Not a fan either. Not a fan, but this game something else uh i played the demo for daemon x machina and i didn't care for it uh but when we listened when i listened to the soundtrack for uh prepping for this show i was like well there's some there's some really solid tracks on there and uh i was happy to see that this one got a lot of votes from our uh our crew and i also played through bloodstained ritual of the night and obviously machiri yamane's music is amazing and that game's soundtrack is outstanding but i i gotta agree there's something about this particular track and I mean, you've already heard me talk a ton about it when we did this episode not that long ago, so we won't go in too much deeper with it, but let's go ahead and give the track a listen. Here is Tutorial and Kakariko Crypt from Cadence of Hyrule. Enjoy.
<laughs> that last part just <laughs> it slaps so hard. Just the like the almost disco beat, but like with mm. the guitar. Oh, it's so it's like a tasty sandwich. Just so many great layers. Like I tell you what really kills me, and I'm sure I said the same thing when we did the episode, and we won't talk much about it, but I, I cannot stress enough the sheer amazingness of listening to this track, not being very familiar with Crypt and the Necrodancer in the first place, so I didn't recognize right. this music, right? Which is basically kind of a remix of the music from Crypt and the Necrodancer, right? And it's it's kicking ass. It's so good. And then, like, the electric guitar, like, and it's like, oh, this is really good. But then it went into the Zelda theme, and I just put the controller down and stopped. <laughs> it was like, no, <laughs> don't you do This is so good. Yeah. This is so stupid good. Oh, boy, what a song, man. What a song. I, I also have to stress, this is this is specifically the combat version. This game's entire soundtrack is split in two. There's a combat version and a peaceful version. Actually, it's split in three. There's also a, a menu version, but uh, the combat version in particular was what um, gathered the most votes. Um, not to be an overshill here, but uh, I, my, I, I have a Waveback Overplay, which is a kind of spinoff of this podcast. It's a YouTube channel where I mash up songs and... I mashed up this game's soundtrack, so I played both the peaceful and combat stuff over top of one another, and it sounds ridiculous. So if you liked that track, check out the link in our show notes to, to, to go to our YouTube channel, Waveback Overplay, and listen to what Cadence of Hyrule soundtracks so- sounds like with all the music played together, because it's seriously, it's, a, it's an experience, man. It's so good. Whew. <laughs> all right, let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, what is our next category? Yeah, because we could just sit here and, and fawn all over that. Right? Uh, our next category is Best Stage and Area Music. And your nominees are Gerudo Valley Combat, Cadence of Hyrule by Danny Baranowski, Impact Zone Surf, The Messenger, Picnic Panic by Rainbow Dragon Eyes, one word, Overworld Combat, Cadence of Hyrule by Danny Baranowski. Wild Area Version 2, Pokemon Sword and Shield by Minako Adachi. Mason Forest Midnight, Astral Chain by Satoshi Igarashi. And your winner is... Impact Zone Surf, The Messenger, Picnic Panic by Rainbow Dragon Eyes. One word. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, if you're familiar with the... If you listened to last year's show, you know The Messenger... Uh, swept up some awards, man. Certainly did. Because that soundtrack is uh, amazing. And then they released some DLC, and it was also amazing. <laughs> so, yay. <laughs> and I anticipate some, uh, I don't think it's coming out this year, but the Messenger prequel RPG that's coming out, I suspect that one's going to wind up with some awards too <laughs> when that comes out. Because, oh boy, Rainbow Dragon Eyes is back on it with a... Uh, just look it up. I don't want to. I don't even want to spoil it. There are some people involved in the soundtrack that are making me like actively weep uh, for how excited I am for this game. But man, did you play this uh, DLC? Uh, no, I haven't. Um, I played a little bit of the Messenger. I just, you know, as I mentioned before, I have. I just don't have the time to sink into a lot of these great games, and I know there's a lot of great games. Um, I, I didn't get a chance to, but. Uh, 
you know, it's on my list, as we yeah. all say. Yeah, there's lists are mm. miles and miles long. Well, if you like The Messenger and you somehow missed this uh, DLC, go get it, because it's great. It is more of The Messenger, it's hysterical, and it's got some killer music, including Impact Zone. So let's give it a listen. Here's Impact Zone Surf from The Messenger Picnic Panic. Middle part is another just ooh, <laughs> gets me going. It's ridiculous. It's so cool because it's just this whole DLC is so cool because it's all very surf and island themed, mm-hmm. and it's just like when you thought that the messenger soundtrack couldn't get any cooler, it's just like, well, what if it was played through a a layer of surf rock? <laughs> and it's just, <laughs> it's just like, what, what? Why is this so good? <laughs> this is so good. Oh, God, I love it. Uh, I love it. This is, um... Oh, boy, Impact Zone uh, Surf. This is the 8-bit version, I th- I think. Right? Was there two versions of this one? Because I feel like there was. It's been such a long time since I played this, right? It came out early in 2019, and I played the heck out of it, and then, you know, once it was done, I moved on to whatever else I was listening to. I'm trying to remember if there this was one of those things that had two different, um... 
uh, flavors to it because the Messenger soundtrack is the the past and the future, and the past is eight bit, and the uh, uh, future present or whatever is sixteen bit. Uh. Yeah, I don't know. I got nothing. Did <laughs> <laughs> you get lost in your own story? I'm looking at the I'm looking at the soundtrack right now. I'm like, it, it, no, this is both of them, right? Was it, was there two? I don't even remember. So, what did you think of this one? Huh? <laughs> Um, I've again. It's another track that. Um, it, well, I should say it's another category where um, the music here. It, it was another hard choice. Uh, long story short, you know, two tracks from Cadence of Hyrule, both excellent. You know, tough choice, but at the end for me, uh, Impact Zone edged it out. That that center part where it just gets like really like. Pulse pounding, you know, it's oh yeah, it's just so good. Um, you know, all these songs, in my opinion, have that common theme of um, just great composition, dynamic. Always, I'm I'm a huge fan of dynamic. Even like when I listen to regular, you know, recorded music, you know, from metal bands or jazz or whatever it is, I love dynamic. I want, you know, I want it to go places, and this song certainly does that. As does. All of my picks for for our winners, they they do things, you know. Yeah. It, this song is, uh, you know, driving driving pace, but um, it has its highs and its lows, and it still maintains that driving uh, push. But it it doesn't it doesn't, uh, for lack of a better term, it's not a, a one note drone or, or whatever. You know, you just oh, it's the same same loop over and over. And over. Yeah, it isn't just it isn't just cool surf rock. It's Right, really complex, awesome, cool surf rock. Yeah, absolutely. So. And I gotta echo what you said about the competition in this this category. Like, I'm not the hugest Pokemon fan, but that was a really good tune. Right with uh, you. I really wanted to play Astral Chain, and I'm a big fan of Platinum's games. I heard this game was great, uh, and then I did. I love Cadence of Hyrule, and pitting it against, in particular, the overworld combat theme from Cadence of Hyrule, which is just this j- brilliant piecing together of some of my favorite Zelda Zelda tunes uh, in a really remarkable way. But at the end of the day, this was just the one that stuck with me. Like, the overworld thing from Cadence of Hyrule was was such a close runner-up for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but the fact that I think part of what makes that so good is that it is borrowing from some of the best video game music ever written, whereas Impact Zone is 100% original. I think that's what put it over for me personally um yeah not that you can really hold that against the overworld thing from uh, from cadence of hyrule but uh, it, it was a tough category but i'm definitely in complete agreement that impact zone was the way to go so congrats the messenger and rainbow dragon eyes raking up the awards from us there rainbow dragon eyes yeah buddy <laughs> all right let's move on to our next category and this one is best cinematic or event music and the nominees are 14.3 Billion Years, Outer Wilds by Andrew Prallo. Reincarnation, Onunaki by Shusuke Tsuchiya and Miriam Abonasser. Campfire Song, Outer Wilds by Andrew Prallo. Scala Ad Kailam, Kingdom Hearts 3 by Yoko Shimomura. Kana's Theme, Blaster Master Zero 2 by Ippo Yamada, Takumi Sato, Ryo Yoshinaga, Hiroyuki Sato, and Hirokai Sano. And the winner is... 14.3 Billion Years, The Outer Wilds by Andrew Farlow. 
So I don't know almost anything about this game. Um, so I downloaded this game because I heard a lot of people saying good things about it. Oh. I, unfortunately, this story does not have a happy ending. Um, I played maybe the first 15 or 20 or 30 minutes of it and it didn't grab me. Now, that's not to say that if I go back and try it again or, you know, whatever, because I heard a bunch of people talk about it and that was it. I find that if um, I have someone to bounce off of, like, hey, have you played Outer Wilds? And you're like, oh, yeah, I have. What do you think? And I'm like, well, you know, and I give you kind of my negative experience and then you give me your positive experience. It makes me want to maybe reevaluate. Like, all right, you know what? Let me try this again. Maybe, maybe I misunderstood or I was expecting something. Mm-hmm. Um, that being said, I really enjoyed the art direction of the game. The graphics were kooky but cool. Um, and I do remember the opening uh, pieces of music, you know, titles and things like that. And they were pretty good. I just wish I had more kind of to say about this. So we're, we're giving, we're clearly giving this track an award. And that's not to say that the track itself this has any bearing on the track itself. That what we're about to listen to is just fantastic. But yeah, I am. Um, I. I don't have any platforms that will run this game um i I don't have an xbox and uh my mac is not is woefully unequipped to play modern video games oh i watched uh in trying to figure out where the songs that i enjoyed came from in this game i spent a lot of time coming through uh playthroughs of it to try to piece things together and uh i i can't say that this game looked very interesting to me which was really shocking because i listened to all the music first and was just completely stricken by it uh particularly um 14.3 billion years campfire song and uh the song called outer wilds and really the 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 soundtrack didn't wasn't super long uh but there were just a couple of tracks that really just i was listening to it while i was doing other things and then i had to keep stopping and it just took my breath away uh so when i went to go find exactly where this music occurred in the game uh it was it was it was i was shocking to me that I wasn't more impressed with what I was seeing. That being said, uh, you know, 14.3 billion years is an amazing song. Campfire song was also uh, really, really striking. Uh, and there was some killer competition. Uh, I was surprised that our judges liked Canna's theme so much from Blaster Master Zero 2, uh, which is such a fun little tune um, in such a ridiculous game. Uh, <laughs> it really is. Kingdom Hearts has an amazing soundtrack. Yoko Shimomura. Always. She's, she's amazing. Uh, and uh, Onanaki seemed like one of those interesting things that if I was a lot younger, I would spend some time with, but uh, a little a little outside of my zone. But uh, yeah, this is an amazing piece of music, and uh, I mean, strap in, it's not short. Uh, <laughs> so, no, it's not. But it is a really, really thoroughly amazing top to bottom. Really, really, really stuck with me. So here's 14.3 billion years from the Outer Wilds. Enjoy.
I mean, that is just an aggressively beautiful song. <laughs> That's an interesting way of putting that. But uh, I, I can't disagree with you. It's there's. You want to talk about dynamic? You want to talk about composition? Yeah. You want to talk about instrumentation? Um, that song is just beautiful. It, there's no other words to describe other than just beautiful. Yeah, yeah, you're you're absolutely right, and it's also it's it's almost it's almost you can almost discount it in the first like minute of the song. Yeah. You're like, okay, I know what this is. Mm-hmm. You don't. No, <laughs> you not know, at all. It's just gonna keep. It just keeps sweeping in with more and more stuff, and I, I just I defy anyone to not feel something when listening to it because it's just it's it's aggressively beautiful. I don't know what else to say about it. It just really beats you over the head of like you're gonna listen to this and we're going to get something out of you while you do it um uh, my deepest congratulations to andrew farlow uh farlow farlow how prello that's not an h all right prello i don't know what i'm saying congratulations (laughs) to andro and andro (laughs) congratulations andros for taking out star fox team did not see that coming <laughs> no seriously just uh, astonishing work on this this entire soundtrack really but this song in particular was um it was not an easy category to win but uh, this one really stood head and shoulders above the rest yeah you know again you mentioned up front canis theme uh Skalad, kill em, you know kingdom hearts mm-hmm. it, again another piece a second piece from from the outer wilds campfire song just, just beautiful pieces. I mean, you know, you're, you're talking about a category that's best cinematic event music. Yeah. You know, this is this is your opportunity, I think, as a, you know, the musical director to or the composer, whomever's in charge, to really shine. This is the closest, mm-hmm. dare I say, it's the closest you'll get to be kind of like scoring a movie within a video game. Yeah. You know, and so you really lead with your best foot and. And fourteen point three billion years is you led. Well, you jumped forward. There's no leading with one foot. You you leapt forward. Is you know, yeah, uh, bravo. Yeah, top notch music. All right, we're gonna we're gonna take a hard turn here <laughs> to uh, to be- uh, our next category. Yep, this is all you, man. Oh, this is all me and you. Really, we're both big fans of shop music. I mean, who doesn't love good shop music? It's an important part of games that uh, sometimes gets overlooked. You know, if you're playing an RPG, you spend a lot of time in there. You know, you know, comparing armor and weapons and, you know. Anyway, I digress. Um, next category, obviously, is Best Shop Music. And your nominees are... Any Special Orders, Nico's Shop, Devil May Cry 5 by Kota Suzuki. Gotcha. Original composition by Hirokazu Tanaka, arranged by Nintendo. General Store. Ring Fit Adventure by Shinji Yushiroda, Masa Miyoshi, Shiho Fuji, Asuka Hayazaki. Trading in the Dark. Dragon. Marked for Death by Luna Umagaki, Ryo Kawakami, and Ippo Yamada. The Tiki Shop. The Messenger by Rainbow Dragon Eyes. One word. And your winner is Trading in the Dark, Dragon, Marked for Death by Luna Imagaki, Ryo Kamakami, and Ippo Yamada. 
again, blanket apologies for all names involved, but I'm um, so sorry. This was a tough category. Um, yes. I wasn't overly blown away by most of these tracks. I did like all of them, but I wasn't so like, man, that is just the best shot music ever. Uh, and that was kind of a, a real kicker to me because I was super bummed last year that the arcane shop didn't win from the messenger. And the Tiki Shop is, like, a, just a different flavor of that same song. But it's just not quite as good as the original one was. Like, it's amazing. It's so good. But it's not as good as the other ones. And it, it just didn't strike me as well as uh, Trading in the Dark did. It, you know, I think I had a bit of a different um, uh, takeaway from this category. I genuinely liked most everything in this category. And I thought that... There was at least two or three front runners for me. Um, ultimately, trading in the dark. It's just one of those things that, you know, for me in this category specifically, it just edged out its competition and like by a hair or two, not even much. There's, I personally think that some of these tracks are, are excellent. I understand what you're saying about um, the messenger track, you know, last year versus this year. You know, sometimes the original is best, and you know, sometimes the, the sequel is. Better, but well, that's you know, not- and, and it's it is perfect because it is that shop that it's that shop tikified. It, it's perfect. It is exactly what that song needs to be for the game. But if I'm judging it based on like the song itself, and again the the gotcha one from Doctor Mario World, that's the freaking menu music from uh, Doctor Mario. Such a, a classic hip Tanaka music. It's and it's a really good rendition of it. But uh, and, you know, General Store and Rink of Adventure is goofy. It's 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 such goofy shop music, and the Devil May Cry one's pretty awesome as well. But it just trading in the dark was. I, I'm with you. Just just buy a hair. But yeah, yep. it really it it really landed. I I don't mean to say that like I didn't like this song these songs like they just they didn't blow me away like uh, some of the attic, other categories did. Is kind of what I mean to say. But uh, they're all really solid tracks, and I think uh, the winner is a good one. Why don't we give it a listen? Let's give it a listen. Here is trading in the dark from Dragon Marked for Death. That's some shop music right there. That's some nice, mysterious, kooky shop music. I, I like think, it. I think that's my favorite part about it is it has that air of mystery. Yeah. You know, very uh very old school like Scooby Doo cartoony mystery with the uh that clarinet there. Mm-hmm. It's fantastic. It's it gives me like serious nostalgia, you know, reminiscent vibes. I, I dig it a lot. I think ultimately I think ultimately a lot of my picks um, 
this one, you know, no different from the others, had some level of uh, evoking a particular or several emotions from me. And I think for me personally, that's how I listen to music is it, it evokes something inside of me. I think all art should do that really for everyone, but I'm not going to tell you how to live your life. <laughs> um, but yeah, a lot of my, and this one, like I said, had that nostalgia reminiscent vibe to it, but it, it just, it's just a cool little tune. And like, we only play like a minute of it, you know, but I could totally listen to that for 30, 40, 50 minutes. I don't know. <laughs> you know, while shopping. I mean, yeah, I could, I could do that. I could, I could totally listen to that at the grocery store. Yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> I think I should. I yeah, completely uh completely agree. This is, I, I like the um it doesn't specifically re- like for no actual reason other than just overall tone, but it just makes me think of the uh uh the shopkeeper in Symphony of the Night, you know. Mm, the librarian. Yeah. The librarian, yeah. But uh, you know, it's a uh, you're, you're I don't know what to add besides what you said. It's very um the mysterious and, and just a little bit kooky and uh, i like everything about it it's solid shop music so congratulations to uh congratulations to all involved <laughs> <laughs> that's what i'm going to start saying from now on. <laughs> this track is written by a handful of people <laughs> a handful of people their names are written in the show notes so you can mispronounce them yourselves <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, good times all right, uh, let's move on to our next category, which is best boss music. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite categories. Agreed. And the nominees are Electric Thunder Tiger 2, Travis Strikes Again by DJ Abo and DJ12. Begin Again, Sayonara Wild Hearts by Daniel Olson, Jonathan Ang, vocals by Linnea Olson. Crow Battle Theme. Y2K, a postmodern RPG. Soundtrack by Andrew Allenson et al. The Ritual, Beach Boss, The Messenger by Rainbow Dragon Arms. Gliakin Spiel Boss Battle, Cadence of Hyrule by Danny Baranowski. And the winner is. Gliakin Spiel Boss Battle, Cadence of Hyrule by Danny Baranowski. On the pun alone. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> this one should have won. Uh, no, um, boy, this category, there was so much good boss music, and it even really was. Uh, the Y2K, a postmodern RPG. Uh, I credited Andrew Allenson at all because there's like 30 names attached to the soundtrack, and I wasn't. I I don't know who wrote what. This this game, everything I'm seeing about this game was something of a mess. Uh, and. I'm actually not even 100% positive that this song actually appeared in the game. Mm-hmm. So, but I really like this song, so and so did our judges, so it got nominated. Uh, confession, my vote for this category was Begin Again from Sayonara Wild Hearts uh, because uh, it completely knocked my socks off, but I understand why it didn't get as many votes because if you haven't played the game, it just sounds like a really good song, but if you have played the game, there's so much. The, the, this is a rhythm-based game, so so much of the music is tied directly into the gameplay, and it is incredibly effective. This entire soundtrack, uh, it works on a real, a real different level than I've seen a lot of other games work. 
and it really stuck with me. And this boss battle in particular, which was this entire stage set to the song Begin Again, was just amazing. But it did not take much convincing at all. When I saw the votes come in for Gliakenspiel, it was like, well, yeah, of course. This song's incredible. <laughs> <laughs> and so in case you don't know, a Gliok is a dragon monster from The Legend of Zelda. And all the bosses and most of the enemies in Cadence of Hyrule are weird combinations of monsters and you know instruments <laughs> so like you do when i read gliakenspiel i just about spit out my drink because uh <laughs> it's so genius this game was brilliant and uh this is a great song so let's give it a listen here is gliakenspiel boss battle from cadence of hyrule enjoy Yeah, uh, oof. that's some killer boss music, right? I mean, yeah, and it's uh, you know, I, I have a confession to make. I downloaded the demo to Cadence of Hyrule because mm-hmm. you know we did the episode on it. We talked a lot about it. I'm a, I'm a Legend of Zelda fan, and I like games that kind of incorporate music. I am terrible at this game. 
and I it, want to be good. <laughs> and it hurts me that I, no matter what I do, I stink, and I'll never get past like the first level. It is not easy to wrap your head around. This is a hard yes. game, and it is <sighs> easier than Crypt of the Necrodancer, in my opinion. Ooh. Um, it took me a while for it to click. And honestly, the um, the spear weapon was what made this game work a lot better for me. Okay. Because once I got the spear weapon, you can attack from more than one square away. Uh. So you're not directly next to them taking damage the whole time, because <laughs> I would just die. And after I had the spear weapon for a while, I could... I kept getting the hang of what I was supposed to do. Like, mm-hmm. I could read the board a little bit better. Um, this, this game's hard. <laughs> if... if it, it, even for somebody with really good rhythm, like there's a lot to keep track of at all times, and because yeah. you're you have to constantly be thinking where is every not where is everything, but where is everything going? Gonna, yeah, where is it going to be? And at, at what point in the rhythm? Because it's not just well, I can't just dodge this because I have to dodge it in rhythm. So I have to figure out exactly at what point in the song I'm supposed to dodge this and make sure that when I dodge it, I'm not running into something else that's going to hurt. It's it's a hard game, but boy, what a soundtrack. <laughs> oh, absolutely. No question about it. And again, you know, nothing but nothing but respect to the uh, the other nominees in this category, but this one for me, I, I like how it incorporates the glockenspiel, you know, in the, the actual tune, and uh, it's just a good boss rhythm, and it's, you know, one of the things I like in more traditional boss battles is how they mess with rhythm and... I appreciate mm-hmm. how this one doesn't mess with rhythm because if it did, then it would it would be a billion times harder. But, oh uh, my! I couldn't imagine. Big thumbs up here. Big oh, fat ab- thumbs up. Absolutely, two of them actually. Yeah. All right, <laughs> let us move on to the next category, Matt. Yes, sir. What do we got next? Our next category is best remake remaster. We talked a bunch about that up uh, up front, so I'm just going to launch right into the nominees, and they are. Crash Team Racing Nitro Fueled by Josh Mansell, As If Hackick, Todd Mastin, and Nicholas Trembley. Kirby's Extra Epic Yarn by Tomoya Tomita. The Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening by Ryo Nagamatsu. Mario and Luigi Bowser's Inside Story and Bowser Jr.'s Journey by Yoko Shimomura. Resident Evil 2 by Shusaku Ichiyama and Zenlen Kang. And your winner is The Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening by Ryo Nagamatsu. Thoughts? It's The Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening. <laughs> I don't think... Look. The soundtracks in this category, right? They're all great games. Uh, fond memories of, of a bunch of them, actually. Um... But let's be real. It's like going up against the New York Yankees in the World Series. <laughs> Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening. There isn't... I. There's nothing I could say that you, the listener, don't already know. Unless you've never played Link's Awakening. <laughs> then where the hell have you been? <laughs> I mean, look, if this was a... This was an impressive remake on a lot of levels. Um, yes, absolutely. The music in particular was, with the exception of a couple of tracks, I think that the new music definitely is an across-the-board improvement over the original. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we're, we're talking about Game Boy tracks to something that's more akin to a, a chamber orchestra. Yeah. And there are, you know, obviously there are um, plus sides to both of those. And I do think that with there are a couple of tracks that they took in directions that I wasn't overly fond of. But mm-hmm. for the most part, this stuff was great. And they really captured a, a, a very impressive sense of soul and heart uh, to this music. And I think they did a wonderful job. Um, I really huge shout out to... Uh, Tomoya Tomita's Kirby's Extra Epic Yarn soundtrack, which really wasn't all that different from the original version. I mean, this was more of a remaster than a, a remake, but that's a really great soundtrack. Uh, I don't have any real experience with Crash Team Racing Nitro Fueled, but I, I dug what I heard there. That was good stuff. Uh, Yoko Shimomura's Mario & Luigi Bowser's Inside Story was probably my runner-up on this. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was some really, really good stuff. Um Bar- Mario and Luigi games have great soundtracks, and uh, obviously Resident Evil Two was was really took the world by storm. But yeah, this was this was a no brainer for me. This uh, this soundtrack. I mean, I've played through the game twice since it came out on Switch, uh, and that's really saying something because it's not like I have a ton of time, or at least before the, the 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 whole quarantine thing, I didn't have a ton of time to play video games. But I just love this game so much, and I think this is now the definitive version to play. Not that there isn't still merit in the original version, and I understand why some people would still prefer the original, but for me, this is just the way I'm going to play Link's Awakening from now on, and I just think the soundtrack is is such an incredible job. So, the track that we picked to represent this game um, was uh, was another tough call, but I feel like it just had to be Let the Journey Begin, which is the basic overworld theme, because I think it's one of the uh, best takes on what the original game had to offer. So here is Let the Journey Begin from The Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening. Enjoy. Really, what do you say about that, right? That's <laughs> that's outstanding. It's such a great rendition of 
a great version of the uh, a play on the original Legend of Zelda theme. It's it, that that <clears throat> fiddle or uh, violin, whatever they use for the the main lead, and it is just it it just feels right with this game and the aesthetic that they went for with the kind of like toy figures and whatnot that really kind of in- encapsulate the whole dreaminess of this game. Uh, it's it's just magic. <laughs> it's just absolute magic. I, I loved this game's almost the entire soundtrack, and really this overworld music just made me happy. Every time I'd go to the overworld, I, I wanted to stay there a little bit longer just to hear a little bit more of the music, because it's, it's just great. Uh, you know, I, I can't I can't really top what you just said. Like, I, all I could do is mirror it. That It's an iconic piece of music from every gamer's history. Um, you know, you think of Legend of Zelda. That's For me, that's the first thing that comes to mind. And it's just gorgeous. Absolutely gorgeous rendition of, of that absolutely timeless piece of music, you know? Yeah, agreed. That's it. I got nothing else. I'm done. All right. Con- congratulations to Ryo Nagamatsu and everyone at Nintendo who worked on The Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening. Uh, it is a masterpiece. Okay, we're getting ready to move on to the last two categories, the big ones, Best Original Song and Best Original Soundtrack. But before we get there, I would like to make a couple of honorable mentions. Here are some songs uh, from... So not some songs. Uh, here are some games that came out last year that just barely didn't make the cut in any of the categories that they were up for for nomination and uh it's kind of heartbreaking because these are really astoundingly good soundtracks yes but when you come to award shows like this there's only so many slots available and you got to pick a you got to pick what you got to pick so these were some of our honorable mentions blasphemous by carlos viola super mario maker 2 by atsuko asashi toro minigishi Sayako Doi and Koji Kondo. Fire Emblem Three Houses by Takeru Kanazaki, Horioki Morishita, and Rei Kondo. Ace Combat 7 by Keiki Kobayashi. I have to say, really, the Blasphemous Mario Maker and Fire Emblem were not surprises. Uh, when I started putting this, this whole list together, and I got to Ace Combat pretty early on because I, I did a lot of it alphabetically... I was like, whoa, (laughs) I was not expecting Ace Combat 7 to have such a great soundtrack, but wow, good stuff. Yeah, there's, there's nothing quite like a surprise. Um, Yeah. Especially in music too, I think when you, maybe when you think of a series like Ace Combat, I'm not too, too familiar, but I don't suspect, um, you know, there's a lot of stuff in that franchise that will really leap out at me um so i'll agree with you seeing the name ace combat 7 i'm like yeah okay all right and really it's go get them it's uh the 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 kind of music is very um (sighs) there was a, a certain theme that i ran into so many times with the when listening to a lot of the more modern tracks, like you'll notice in a lot of these categories, there aren't a ton of big AAA releases. And it's because as I listened to most of the big AAA releases, it all bled together. There's, mm-hmm. there's so much music in the big AAA releases that just kind of, it's all well put together, but it's not super memorable, you know? 
uh, and it kind of sounds a lot like, uh, you know, random movie score. And boy, if I had a nickel for every time I came across yeah. soundtracks that use the... Dum, dum, like, just... It's the same themes over and over again. But Ace mm-hmm. Combat 7 took that kind of movie score approach, um, but kept hitting me with uh, really surprising chord changes and stuff. Like... I would be listening to it and completely tuning it out, and then it would force itself into my ear, be like, "No, listen to this," and I, <laughs> and I'd say, "Okay, all right, that was pretty interesting." So, you know, top notch there. And really, Mario Maker Two, man, that kind of broke my heart that it didn't get enough uh, votes to get up there because, like, there was original Koji Kondo music for this game, and it's so good, but it's also a hard one to nominate because. A lot of the music in Mario Maker 2 is, like, answers to existing music, you know? The Maker music is this kind of, like... You know, we've talked a lot about the way Mario Maker music works, and Mm -hmm. with the Maker music being this kind of weird inverse of what's there, so you're switching back and forth. Like, the music works so well in-game, but it's also hard to, like, just nominate something that sounds like it's really only half of a song. So, I mean, I get it, but it really kind of bummed me out. You know... Blasphemous was great too. I, you know, I really enjoyed Blasphemous. I did too. Right, it was some solid music right there. It's definitely not my style, but I had no problem uh, <laughs> putting it in the, uh, the 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 categories for people to vote on. And I was I was surprised it didn't get more votes because mm-hmm. I was I was sure that that was going to be up for best original soundtrack, and it didn't make the cut, which really surprised me. Um, but that's that's the way the voting goes. It's, it's not just our which, taste. Which, you know? by the way, if you if you dig the Blasphemous, you know, if you've heard anything Blasphemous and you dig that stuff, you really should go listen to the soundtrack. It's fantastic. Oh, most definitely. Listen, give the, the, the soundtrack a listen. And what else I will say is, is interesting about these next two categories, Best Original Song and Best Original Soundtrack, is there are games listed here that have not been listed in any previous categories. Correct. Which I find both weird but also like it just kind of goes to sh- to show that um even if they aren't the best in their specific category it doesn't mean that they aren't you know the best songs in general like i was i was kind of surprised on one hand but on the other hand it's like well i can see how there were other individual better songs but then when you see you know look at it from more collective standpoint it's like it, it makes sense so don't be surprised there's there's some surprises <laughs> well <laughs> <laughs> no, that's what awards that's what award shows are for. I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of uh, sidetrack for a moment here. We we talk about uh, best. The category is best blank best. Ever. And it reminds me. Recently, I saw this video of uh, George Saint Pierre. And if you're not familiar with who that is, he's a MMA fighter, very famous. You know, early on in uh, UFC, uh, title holder, the whole nine. Uh, you know, coach whatever. Um, and he had this great blurb about being the best and he said that being the best is not an attainable goal because it doesn't matter how good you are there's always something there's always someone better and so in the quest for the best it's just an unending quest and so to to tie this all into what you were just saying is yeah you're right um best original soundtrack or you know best original song some of these games don't appear anywhere else. Well, the category they were in, there was something better than it. And but here they are in this category and they're the the in the top 5 best of this category, you know? It's it's just interesting and I got a little philosophical there and I apologize. 
I had nothing wrong with that. I, I agree. This whole experience is is learning experience, and it's all very interesting. So, <laughs> I thought you were going somewhere completely different with that. <laughs> None of this matters. It's all for naught. <laughs> all right, Matt. Yes, sir. Let's get let's get to our our big ones here. You go first. All right. Uh, your nominees for best original song are. 14.3 Billion Years Cinematic Outer Wilds by Andrew Prowlow Begin Again Sayonara Wild Hearts Daniel Olson, Jonathan Eng and vocals by Lena Olson Night Ride Shakedown Hawaii by Matthew Creamer Gasping Glade Ukulele and the Impossible Lair by Matt Griffin Tutorial and Kakariko Crypt, Cadence of Hyrule by Danny Baranowski. And your winner is 14.3 Billion Years Cinematic, Outer Wilds by Andrew Prowlow. Is it really, I mean, I was going to say, is it really any shock? But no, these these are incredible songs that it's going up against. But yes, absolutely. I mean, absolutely. you listened to this earlier. This is an incredible song. Yeah. Uh, we, yeah. If you If you really need to hear us talk about it again rewind we'll wait <laughs> yeah no problem we'll, we'll, we'll gladly listen to us gush over this again yeah, sure. uh this did also uh once again not get my personal vote went to begin again because uh like i said that song knocked my socks off in in many different ways but i was not hard to convince that uh 14.3 billion years should win because it did get the most votes uh from pretty much everybody uh across the board it was just this was the pick and i couldn't argue with it because it's such an amazing song um, but we have already listened to this song tonight. So, uh, instead of listening to it twice, we're going to listen to, uh, another song from another soundtrack that I think was just really worth, uh, pointing out. Uh, we played Night Ride from Shakedown Hawaii at the top of the show. So you heard a little bit of that already. Uh, you've already heard tutorial in Kakariko Crypt. Uh, so we're going to listen to Gasping Glade from Ukulele and the Impossible Lair by Matt Griffin. I find this to be a relentlessly delightful song. It really stuck with me, having played through this really quite impressive and wonderful game. Uh, but the thing that strikes me so much about it is that I thought it was by David Wise. And it is not. It is Matt Griffin, who does uh, an astonishingly good job of uh, creating music in David Wise's style. Uh, I really, really love this tune, and I think you will too. But, you know... Big fat congratulations again to Andrew uh, Prallo and the Outer Wilds team for your wonderful, wonderful music. And uh, also to Ukulele and the Impossible Lair and everyone involved in that soundtrack, including David Wise. Yay! Uh, Here is Gasping (laughs) Glade from Ukulele and the Impossible Lair. Enjoy.
was pulling for this soundtrack so many times throughout this uh, thing. I was I was utterly devastated that this song didn't make it for best stage and area, even in the nominees. But I was thrilled that it made it into uh, for best original song because oh boy, this soundtrack is so good in this game. <laughs> it was seriously overlooked because the original ukulele was. A, a charming yet incredibly flawed experience. Um, this is the game from the people who made Banjo-Kazooie, who are no longer with Rare, who refuses to make Banjo-Kazooie, so they basically just made Banjo-Kazooie. Um, but they didn't really modernize it very well. Uh, but the whole thing is incredibly charming, and the characters are great. It's got everything that made classic Rare stuff likable. And I really tried to like that game, and I didn't. Uh, but then they announced this sequel to it, which is, like, shamelessly aping, pun intended, <laughs> Donkey Kong Country Returns and Tropical Freeze. And it plays really similar to those games. It looks incredibly similar to those games, and uh, the people involved in the soundtrack, including uh, Grant Kirkhope and David Wise, worked on some of those games. It's, it's, kind of, it's, it's borderline, like problematic how it, how much it apes those games except that it does it so incredibly well this game is very very clever and really well worth uh well worth the playthrough if you like 2d platformers you have an appreciation for them this is a this takes all the right cues from some of the best 2d platformers ever ever put together in my opinion uh and yeah this song stuck with me and I mean, I'm a sucker for a good banjo, and I think this really nails it in a couple of things. It just gets that happy feeling down pat, and uh, I just, I just love the darn thing. Um, you know, I don't have much experience with a lot of uh, rareware games, especially this, um, these two games, uh, the IP there. But it is just a charming little piece of music. Just, you know, like. I, I can't I mean I literally can't say anything bad about it but uh, you know what else can I add uh, I mean you you just heard the track it's just a good old piece of music like and, and and secretly we all know deep down inside that Chris wants David Wise to win one of these awards so bad I do even though this is Matt Griffin but yeah, still you still, I, wanna, I still you want just, yeah you just want you just want to be there like Right there. And, and, and I, you know, he he won last year, all right, for Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze on the Switch. Yeah, okay. I think did. that's what we gave we did there. But um, regardless, uh, obviously, you know, <laughs> this wasn't the winner of this category. So the focus here, we're just talking about this song because we listened to it. But the focus here is, of course, yes. fourteen point three billion years from Outer Wilds, an incredible track. Absolutely. Uh, and I'm also glad that we got to share Gaspin Glade with you. So yeah, and here we go. Here's the big one. The other big one. Best original soundtrack. Uh, this this was a tough one. <laughs> this yes. was one that I really we 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 put some thought into this one. So here we go. The nominees for best original soundtrack are "Cadence of Hyrule" by Danny Baranowski, "Katana Zero" by Bill Kiley and Ludo Wick, with additional music by Justin Stander, Tunes Sakir, and DJ Electrohead. Sayonara Wild Hearts by Daniel Olson, Jonathan Eng, vocals by Lena Olson. Outer Wilds by Andrew Rallo. 
Ukulele and the Impossible Lair by David Wise, Grant Kirkhope, Matt Griffin, and Dan Murdoch. And the winner for Best Original Soundtrack is... Sayonara Wild Hearts by Daniel Olson, Jonathan Eng, vocals by Linnea Olson. And I'm pretty sure I pronounced her name differently every time. <laughs> I don't think so. I think you had it each time. Regardless, woo boy. Ah, uh, hmm. Uh, <laughs> I have listened to this soundtrack so many times. Uh, my kids love this game. My wife loves this game, which uh, kind of blows my mind because she's not nearly as much of a gamer as me. But like, when I played this game, it affected me just deeply. I, I still, when I play through this game, when I get to certain stages, I am, I, I, I am not too ashamed to admit that I am moved to tears on multiple occasions when listening to this music while playing the game. Uh, it is one of the most stunningly beautiful gaming experiences I have ever had, and I can't recommend it enough. I know this game didn't jive with some people, and so much of what makes this soundtrack special is tying it to the visuals. So, if you've never heard um, the track that I'm going to play is going to be a big surprise, Begin Again, which was the song that was nominated from this soundtrack the most. Um, if you've never heard this before, uh, watch a YouTube playthrough of this or just play the game. Like, this is the first effectively boss stage. It's, um, you're, the, the, the music is through a, um, a motorcycle chase with like a rival gang and all of the fighting is done with like traditional dance moves like like ballet style dance moves it's stunning <laughs> so regardless of any of that we'll talk more about that afterwards um let's give the song a listen here is um my favorite song of the year uh and just an incredible piece of music here is begin again from sayonara wild hearts enjoy
To say that this game is impossibly cool, uh, <laughs> at least to, to me, who was an impossible nerd, uh, I, I'm so far removed from cool, it's it's ridiculous, but um, I, I feel like I can't possibly put into words how much this affected me when I first played it. It's um, The first couple of stages were, wow, this is really visually interesting, and this is really cool how the gameplay itself is tying into the uh, the action and the music because uh, right before you get to this point so the, the game is about um, uh, basically a girl trying to get over a broken heart and so it's, it's all very this super stylized internal uh, battle with herself and the they're all represented by these like gangs in masks and stuff uh that are and this first gang you fa face off against are on these motorcycles and the stage before this begins is kind of like this intro mini boss kind of thing where you're getting into this like street fight with them on their motorcycles and uh all the attacks that your character do does like i said are, are they look like traditional dance moves and it's 
incredibly striking, but it's also like there are all these timed hits that go along with the music, so it's just playing this incredible dance. But when this stage happened, this was the first real full-length thing, because all the stages leading up to this, all the mini-stages in between, are considerably shorter than the, the boss battles, which are full songs, you know? So the entire time you're listening to this, it's you're, you're, you're cruising along at breakneck speed on a motorcycle that you're controlling, and you keep doing these impossible jumps and stunts, flying all over the place off of your motorcycle and landing back on it to chase after them. But with the first time that the uh, the chorus comes in right before it when it's building up to it the uh, the the gang member that you're chasing because it, you know the song's split into three parts and there are three gang members that you're chasing after uh, the first one speeds away on her motorcycle super fast and cracks the world open and then you jump off your motorcycle and you fly and it the, everything bursts into flames around you and it's this just incredible music visual moment that's I mean it's not something that you can even effectively get from just watching a YouTube video because when you play it you're you're in control of it and it's such a uniquely video game thing like this is something that only this medium can provide that exact experience and it's it was incredible the first time I played it and every single time I play it since it gives me chills it completely just hooks me and it's so weird because this, so much about this music is not what I like about video game music, but I find myself uh, listening to this song in particular uh, and several other tracks in the entire soundtrack just over and over again and, uh, because I was just completely and totally blown away. And this was the song that started me there. And then as you go along, there's a, uh, there's far faster pieces where you're, you're riding your motorcycle through a, a forest and there's a giant robotic three-headed monster chasing after you and um, all of it comes down to you you always get to the, the, the end of it and you're beating up these individual these characters, these other gang members and stuff, these rival gangs that you go through. It's always about beating them up and then smashing the, the hearts on the inside of them. And also, side note, the game is narrated by Queen Latifah. So, <laughs> the thing that really kills me about this game, and huge spoiler if you've never played it, or if you care about spoilers in something like this, um, the song, uh, uh, one of our other judges, Vicky, really wanted um, the last song in the game, um, uh, Wild Hearts Never Die, which was another astoundingly good song, uh, but played through the last boss battle, which really um, uh, kind of just uh, sealed the deal on this game for me like really just melted me because the whole thing is about this whole fight with herself and then the way she eventually comes out of it is when you get to the the point where you're fighting all all the gangs again like you're doing a whole boss rush thing in this last stage and you go in to what you think is going to be this big punch because like they'll do this bit where the uh the bad guy kind of like puts their puts her arms up and like is 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 leaning back like oh no i'm gonna get punched in the face and all the other times you do that and you sock them super hard but in in the last one you go in for that thing and then your character goes in and kisses them on the cheek and then things go peaceful and then you move on to the next one and it's like it comes full circle of um achieving peace with yourself and it was just such a strikingly beautiful game and this soundtrack uh, just knocked me uh, completely off my rocker it hit me out of nowhere I avoided buying this game for the longest time because I saw trailers and thought this is really neat looking I just don't think this is for me uh, and 
Also, it was officially described as like a playable pop album, and that does not sound attractive to me in the least. Um, but then it went on sale, and I had heard so many people that I respect say that this game is really incredible, and I'm so glad that I bought it because it is amazing, at least to me. Um, in choosing, you know, this song came up again, again, it came up in a couple other categories, and um, for me, who a person who has never played the game before, it didn't have as big an impact. You know, it for me, it got edged out by my selections, uh, whatever they were. Um, but then you and I spoke a bit, and um, you told me, hey, you know, you really should just, just watch the gameplay for this particular boss fight and whatnot. Now, I had no idea what uh, Sayonara Wild Hearts was about. I didn't know what the game looked like. Uh, if the name wasn't on the cover of the game, I couldn't pick it out of a lineup. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, so I did, at your request, because I respect your opinion, I watched it. And he immediately said, oh, I get it. I definitely, definitely get it. Um, and I think even you and I tra- traded quips about, you know, this is something that certainly needs to be accompanied by its um, visual counterpart. Now, that's not to say that this music doesn't stand on its own. This is now maybe like the eighth or the tenth time I've heard the song. Um, And I I actually really enjoy it now. I don't feel the same way I did the first time around. Uh, I don't know if the visuals really sold it to me more or if it edged it over, you know, to the, like, this is good, or just sheer volume of listening to. I don't know what it is, but I think it's a beautiful track. Um... I will kind of agree on what I just said, that this is definitely something that really should be experienced. Um, I'm definitely going to uh, keep an eye out for this game uh, when, you know, uh, I'm able to. I'm definitely going to pick it up. I'm definitely going to check it out Um, just because I want to see the marriage between the two. Um, The soundtrack is great just on its own. Um, You know, I... We make jokes and I, I say things about being a metalhead and liking really heavy industrial music and stuff like that. But, you know, as an audio engineer outside of my personal taste, I listen to everything. So the idea that you said it's a playable pop record did make me laugh. But, you know, pop music is pop music for a reason. Um, and, you know, if you look at me, you wouldn't think that I like, you know, some of the things that I like. And this falls right in there, too. This is just a really good uh really good (laughs) stupid this is a great soundtrack um start to finish there's a lot of really just standout tracks and then as a complete compilation like as a complete package as a piece of art it's it's just that it's a piece of art like it's great it's just great and then to think that it goes along with a video game you know is just a it, it gives it that extra whatever it is it just gives it that extra to just say like dude you you should not ignore this well i think that's um i i think you really summed up a lot of why i felt that this soundtrack deserved to win this category in particular because it is on its own taken outside of uh, any sort of any of the visuals it is very very good music right it is mm-hmm. it's it's just well written it's well done and it and it's fantastic but if you think of it as video game music and you stack it up against um, other video game soundtracks and you just think of them on that that level alone without seeing or playing the actual game, 
it could be easy to to say like, well, you know, some of the other stuff in this category should have overtaken it. But it's the marriage between the the audio and the visual that makes it very specifically vi- the video game part of this. That this works because it's video game music. Uh, it works so much better because of it, it of the fact that it's video game music. Not either. Not the gameplay is great, but the music's good. You can't separate the two of them. Correct. You know that these two things are so intrinsically linked, and once you have that marriage, it takes it to this incredible level. Um, I just think that was really what what put it over the top for me. But to talk real quick about some of these nominees, um, Katana Zero. Wow, <laughs> wow, Katana Zero. I, 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 did you play this one? Um, I have watched the trailer for it several times because I always forget what it is and I see it and I'm like, that. I like the name, I like the imagery, and then I watch it and I'm like, oh yeah, okay. Um, it's one of those games where like I, I hate to be that guy, but like when it goes on sale, I'll probably pick it up. You should. This game, uh, really, <laughs> that game really blew my mind because it's a uh, the story is insane the whole package is completely insane and music is a really big part of it like you go to these scenes with the the stages where you have to go around assassinating folks and you put in headphones and that's when the music starts and Mm. it's it's sick that game is absolutely sick we've already talked a ton about cadence of hyrule yeah (laughs) game's great soundtrack's amazing really top-notch stuff I think, again, the only thing that really counted against it was that it was borrowing so heavily from yeah. some of the best music ever written. So not, I tried not to put that in the same, like, I, I don't want to hurt it so much because of that, but you know, some of my favorite tracks are like, well, you know, Gerudo Valley is effectively yes. just a really awesome remix of Gerudo Valley from Ocarina of Time, and these other games did not have that advantage. And... It was a weird position to be in because on one hand I included it in these categories because I thought it was different enough but when it really came down to trying to pick between like I mean these were all at least for me neck and neck and neck it's uh, that it's that idea that you know you watch all these um, reality TV shows where people are all vying for you know top dog or whatever it is um, you know they made it to the final five and at that point you're really you're really splitting hairs you know like you said you wanted to put it in there because the music's different enough but once you get to that final dance it's like well now i really have to you know nitpick here and yeah yeah Yeah, i'm i'm right with you i get it you know we've already spoken about how the outer wild sound uh, outer wild soundtrack was was outstanding and Mm ukulele the impossible air like I picked, you know, Gasping Glade made me made me happy that it got there, and the reason I pushed so hard for that song in general was because it's it really speaks to my style, and I just think it's just this perfect little piece of video game music. But the soundtrack is very, very varied. It's all over the place uh, stylistically because you know each one of the stages you'll do something on the map, and then that'll change. Like uh, there'll be a stage that's. Uh, sitting on on top of a platform and then you'll break a dam and then water will flow past the stage in a map and then all of a sudden that stage is now underwater so you replay it and there's a different version of that song that stylistically reflects what happened to the stage it's a, just an incredibly clever game and uh the the soundtrack is is very um eclectic i guess is, is one of the words i'm looking for it's mm-hmm. really there were no no losers in this category really <laughs> solid stuff but uh it's absolutely true yeah i'm incredibly proud that uh Sayonara wild hearts won 
And uh, I hope everybody plays that game because it's astonishing. So we did it, Matt. We did do it. it, it, <laughs> we, did it, it. we skinned our knees. Uh, I skinned my knees a lot. Yeah, yeah. It was, uh, <laughs> it was, it was hard work, but uh, you know, I'm looking forward to doing it again next year. I want to keep it. It almost didn't happen. I really almost gave up on this a couple of times and said, "I just can't make it through this music." It, it's and a it's a big undertaking, you know. I don't, you know, you said at the top, it's literal hundreds of songs. Yeah, um, but uh, you guys really carried me through it and uh, cheered me on, and I'm really glad that you did because uh, I think this was a lot of fun and made me very happy. So. Well, I'll get to work on next year's show. But in the meantime, that's going to wrap it up for us today. Join us next time when Matt and I redo our long lost episode early in Matt's career on this show. We did an episode on Streets of Rage and his audio was lost and gone forever. And yep. uh, the episode uh, just just vanished into the ether. So uh, yep. but now to, uh, tomorrow, I think. Streets of Rage 4 is officially coming out. As the time we're recording this, obviously this is the game will be out by the time this episode airs, but uh as at the point when we're recording, I think Streets of Rage 4 is actually coming out tomorrow. So in honor of that, we are going to be redoing the Streets of Rage episode. Streets of Rage for Sega Genesis, super excited. Uh, we had a ton of fun doing it. I don't even know how long ago now. It was quite a while ago it was a long time ago and i'm glad that i've forgotten everything we said about every single track so uh (laughs) it's like we're going in fresh it'll be great so um dig it as always we would love to hear everyone's thoughts and memories of the video games we discussed here today and you can do so on the waveback forum page over on facebook just search for waveback on facebook and you'll find out more information on our next games as well as a nice convenient place to talk about them of course, you can always still send us an email at mail at geekade.com. And while you're at it, check out all our social media channels, which you should totally follow, like, and subscribe to if you haven't already. And be sure to check out all the other great content we have on our site over at geekade.com as well. I also want to give a specific shout out to, um, just because this this made me incredibly happy, I want to shout out to Stephen Keller on uh, Twitter. He found our podcast through Nintendo Force Magazine which is uh, a, a physical magazine that I write for, and I haven't seen the final issue yet, so I don't know how he found out about Geekade through it uh, at the time of this recording, but uh, he just posted on Twitter that he's going to listen to some of our podcasts because of uh, Nintendo Force, and uh, he just posted uh, earlier this evening that he, that he enjoyed it. So I just wanted to say that that's a really cool thing for me because uh, I have I'm still just kind of uh, astonished that they let me be a staff writer for <laughs> Nintendo Force. Uh, so that's really incredibly awesome. So yay for that. So we're going to leave you tonight with... Um, I, it was a hard hard one to pick, right? Because uh, usually I like to leave with uh, songs that are like ending music or whatever. But uh, I wanted to pick a track that... Um, just, just something that, that tickles me from a game that uh, was one of our... Uh, Uh, honorable mentions so i'm going to leave you with uh, a track from super mario maker 2 but i'm going to leave you with a wave back overplay of uh, the desert theme from super mario brothers 3 in mario maker 2 so this is both the edit music and the original mario 3 nes music played on top of one another and it's uh I just finished making a level with this, so maybe that's why it's been stuck in my head so much, but it's a it's a really cool take on a classic video game tune, and I think it'll be a really fun way to 
leave off tonight. So I'm looking forward to coming back here in a couple weeks and talking Streets of Rage. Thank you, everybody, for all of your help in this process. I hope uh, everyone enjoyed it. And if you horribly disagree with our decisions, please let us know. Come talk to us. And uh, right, I, I love having these conversations. Uh, we're we have a Discord channel. Uh, it's a, it's in the show notes. You can talk to us on the Facebook page. Send us hate mail. Uh, do whatever you want. Uh, mm. Uh, we're pretty easy to find. So here is uh, <laughs> Desert Super Mario Brothers 3 uh, from uh, our Waveback Overplay from Mario Maker 2. Enjoy, and uh, thanks for listening, and have a great night. <laughs>